Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. <laughs> I heard the front door. Didn't you, Aunt Effie? Oh, that was Betsy. I saw her. She must have gone straight up to her room. Well, that's funny. Hmm. Oh, dear. I hope she's not sick. There's measles going around, well, you know. Maybe we better go up. Yes, come on. Betsy! Certainly isn't like her to come right up the stairs here when she comes home from school. No, I should say not. Betsy! Betsy! Oh. And Effie and I, I thought we heard you come in. Is something wrong? No. Are you sick? No. Well, her head doesn't feel hot. What's the trouble, dear? Nothing. I'm all right. Something go wrong in school? No. Wasn't somebody nice to you, dear? Hmm? Tell Aunt Effie. Betsy, Aunt Effie spoke to you, dear. Well, never mind. Maybe she doesn't want to talk about it. Honey, you want to call up somebody and have them come over and play until dinner time? No, there isn't anybody to call. Oh, right, honey. You you have lots of friends. Yes. Now, let's see. How about Mary Lou? Hmm? I'll go get her if her mother can't drive her over. Mary Lou isn't home. Well, now, how do you know she isn't? I just know. Well, now, let's see. Well, how, how about uh, Candy Cunningham? She isn't home either. Oh, dear. Well, <laughs> how about Clara Ford? She isn't home either. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where did they all go? To Ruthie Webster's birthday party. She didn't ask me. That eternal twosome Amos and Andy celebrated this year their 31st anniversary of bringing America joy. It was in Chicago in March 1928 that Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll first took to the airwaves to earn prolonged applause and gratitude from fun-loving nation. As their legions of fans know, the boys are still in business, presented by the CBS radio network every Monday through Friday evening. There's nothing private about the goings-on in the Amos and Andy Music Hall. In fact, the more public, the better the boys like it. They like knowing that when Andy Brown is romanticizing or the Kingfish is fanaticizing, that you're in on the fun. So feel free, whenever you're in the mood for laughs, to step into the lodge hall of the mystic nights of the sea, the Amos and Andy Music Hall. And whatever other haunts the boys and their friends inhabit. There's music, songs, and lighthearted comedy in the immediate offing on America's 31-year-old institution of inspired nonsense, sired by Amos and Andy. Dinner, Betsy! 
Hey, where is Betsy? I haven't seen her since I got home. Oh, well, she's been up in her room. Oh, why? What'd she do now? No, 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 no. I didn't send her up. Well, I haven't had a chance to tell you what with getting dinner and everything, but... Come on down, everybody, while things are home. Yes, we're coming, Aunt Effie. I was calling them. What do you mean? What about Betsy? Tell me why. Don't say anything when she comes down now. But it seems that the Webster girl had a birthday party and didn't ask her. Didn't ask her? No. Didn't ask Betsy? No, she didn't. Why? Oh, dear, I don't know why. All I know is that Betsy didn't get asked for the party. Who? Whose party was it? Ruth Webster. And I guess she asked all of Betsy's friends, so I said... Well, that's a nice thing. Well, 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 why didn't she invite Betsy? Yeah, I don't know. Why do you keep asking me? Well, that poor kid. Yeah, I know. I feel terrible about it. Aunt Effie and I tried to play some games with her, you know, and take her mind off it, but she said she'd rather play with her dollhouse alone, so she's been... When was this party? Sitting up there. Oh, this afternoon, I guess, after school. Oh, I... I think it's just as wise not to talk about it when Betsy comes down, honey. I mean... The food is going to be cold if you don't get to the table. Yes, yes, yes. We, we will, Aunt Effie. Come on, dear. Betsy, please come down and eat some dinner, dear. Who, who, who are the Websters, anyway? Who, who are they? No, no, no. I don't know them at all. Ruthie Webster was over here once to plan. I only talked to Mrs. Webster for a minute when she came to pick her up. She seemed nice enough, you know. Nice enough? It doesn't seem very nice to me to invite all of Betsy's friends and and exclude Betsy. Well, dear, I have no control over that. I wish you would both sit down and start eating. It's hard enough to keep things warm. Oh, yes, I know. I'm sorry. Come on, sit down, dear. Thanks for dishing things up. Wait a minute. Webster, Webster, Webster. I wonder if that's the same Webster that's in the Rotary Club. Awful loud guy. Talks all the time. Real... Pain in the neck. Now, don't take it out on Mr. Webster. Well, Jerry I... Jerry had nothing to do with a guest <laughs> list for his daughter's birthday party. Well, that makes me mad. Well, uh, do you want to help yourself and start passing things? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Well, look, now, I, I hate to say this, but isn't, I mean, isn't Betsy popular with, uh, oh, you know... Well, I don't I'm... know. How do you ever know how her girlfriends feel about your child? Really? You know, she's invited places to play and she has friends here, but I... Well, you know how she sometimes says things like, oh, I hate that Margaret, or something like that. (laughs) Well, she doesn't say it to their faces, I hope. Oh, would you pass the salt, please? And I think you'd better talk about something else. I believe somebody is coming downstairs. Oh, oh yes, that's hi, hi, Betsy. Well, how is Daddy's sweetheart? Come on, dear, sit down. Have something to eat. Mm -hmm. I'm not very hungry, Mommy. Well, try to eat just a little, huh? Why, sure. Come on, you cheer up now. There's lots of other birthday parties that you'll be going to. <laughs> Don't you think it's wiser to change the subject? This is one I wanted to go to. Well, now, what the heck do you care? Listen, you know, when I was little, there were lots of birthday parties that I didn't get asked to, do. Let me have your plate, Betsy. I'll, I'll give you some meat. Yeah, you know, when I didn't get asked to a birthday party, you know what I said to myself? I said, oh, I didn't want to go to that old birthday party anyhow. Well, I do. No, you don't at all. What do you care about that old Ruthie Webster, for heaven's sakes? If she doesn't want to invite you to her party, then you certainly don't have to invite her to yours when you have your next birthday party. No. But I want to ask her to my party. Why would you do that? Because I like her. She doesn't like me. Oh, come now, Betsy. You mustn't say that, dear. She doesn't. I like her, but she doesn't like me. Oh, oh I'm sure you're imagining that, dear. Yes. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm very nice to her all the time, and she isn't at all nice to me. I gave her my pencil box, and I let her use my jump rope, and she never lets me use any of her things. Well. Oh, dear. In Sunday school, they teach us to be nice to everybody, and then they'll be nice to you, but it doesn't work. And I don't understand it, because Mary Lou isn't nice to Ruthie, and yet Ruthie likes Mary Lou better than she does me. And Mary Lou is awful to Ruthie. She hits her in everything. Oh, oh dear. my. Isn't 
life strange. We always want things more when we can't get them, and when they come easily, we don't want them. Yes, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm afraid that's true. What does Mr. Webster do? I don't know. He's just reading the paper every time I've seen him. Oh, no, no, darling. You know, I, I mean, well, what does it... Honey, she wouldn't know. And what difference does it make? Well, I don't know. I just feel like meeting that guy in a dark alley, that's all. Why are I you mean... taking it out on him? He has nothing to do with He's it. He's her father. He's responsible for the way she's brought up, her manners. And do you think it's good manners to deliberately exclude one child from a group that play together all the time like that? I or... like Mr. Webster. He's very nice. Well, if anyone is to blame, I would say it is Mrs. Webster. Having a child of her own, she should know better. I like Mrs. Webster, too. And you like Ruthie Webster, too? Yes. Apparently she likes all the Websters. Now, dear. Well, I don't get it. I really don't. I think your daughter is setting you a very good example. It's wonderful she's not revengeful. Well, I am. By golly, the next time I bump into Webster at the Rotary, by golly, I shall certainly tell that guy. Oh, don't be silly. No, you won't. Now, you're not going to do anything. I know And neither will I. Though I feel like telling Mrs. Webster that I think it's very funny. Yeah. All the other girls in Betsy's class were asked to the party, and I think yeah. it is just terrible. Yeah. And I know one thing. You are never going to ask Ruthie Webster here to play again, Betsy. No. I will, too, Mommy. I want her. She'll come. Oh, oh Diane, what's the use? What's well, the use? all the time I spent making this meatloaf, and none of you are eating it at all. Oh, I'm sorry, Aunt. If I have it, it's really very good. I'll get it. Now, I'll look, I tell it. you what. Betsy, listen to me. Daddy got home early tonight, so... Why don't we take a little ride after dinner, huh? You and I maybe stop in somewhere and get a banana split, Hello. huh? Yes. How about that? Oh, What's a banana split? <laughs> What's a banana split? I <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even know what a banana split is. Can you imagine? Oh, well, boy, have you got a surprise. Mm. I'll tell you what it's like. Honey. First, sure? they, they take a banana. Yeah. See, and Abby, make... get Betsy upstairs and get her into her party dress. It's Eleanor. She says she knows Betsy was sent an invitation. She was late getting Mary Lou to the party. What? Mrs. Webster oh. said Betsy Piper wasn't there yet either. Oh. Go get your dress on. The party was from 5 to 7, and it's 20 to 6 now. Oh, I can't go. I didn't get an invitation. Get your dress on. I'll call Mrs. Webster, and then I'll look for your invitation. We must have mislaid it. Hurry up. Hurry up. Go on. All right, Eleanor. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. Oh. Get upstairs, Betsy, and get your dress changed. I don't want to go without an invitation. I'm loving your look for it. Now, come on, Ed. I feel help you. Look, I'll get the car. Yes, Go along. I remember now seeing a small letter to Betsy. What did I do with it? We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Each week on most of these stations, as part of its extensive public affairs coverage... CBS Radio brings before its microphones national and international leaders to face the nation. Sitting in as proxies for the nation's listeners are top newsmen headed by moderator Stuart Novins. Get acquainted with the leaders who mold the shape of today's events. Consult your local listings and hear what happens when Stuart Novins once again asks another front-page name to face the nation. Is the party all right? Oh, yes, 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 sure. She got there weeping and wailing all the way over in the car because she didn't have her invitation. Oh, dear. And didn't have a birthday present for Ruthie. Yes. 
And, of course, they were all waiting for her to play the game. Well, it's my fault. I think there was a letter for Betsy last Monday. I suppose I brought the mail in, put it down somewhere. You know, honey, I don't like to sound like a nagging husband. (laughs) Really, don't you think it would be nice if you had one special place to put the mail when you brought it in? Yes. I mean, look at last week now. You found that letter with your birth certificate in the basement on a can of pizza. I know, I know. From now on, all mail will go on the hall table. I'll get a special tray to put it in. Well, I've kept dinner warm in the oven. Shall I put it on? Yes. Fine. Happy, <laughs> I'll help you. Come on, dear. Gosh, you know, I, I hate to see Betsy get all upset over anything so trivial as that. We, we have got to teach her to have a little harder shell. Well, she's pretty young yet, dear. Look, I learned early not to let trivial disappointments phase me at all. As a result, things like that never bother me in the least. Oh, that's wonderful. I guess they still do me. For example, Fred and Elmer had a little party last Saturday night. Fred and, and Elmer? Th- yes. And I had thought a party? It, mm, I thought it was kind of funny they didn't ask us. They had a party? Yes, and we always ask them. Fred I mean, they're so friendly. You know, I talk to her every day, and she never mentioned it. Myra told me. They had a party, and they, they, they didn't ask us? Why? Well, I don't know why. why. I'm just telling you. Maybe it was just business, but I Hello, thought it was... Fred. I just thought it was kind of funny. However, as you say, we shouldn't let it bother us. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't. Not at all. I mean, I just... Well, forget it. Come on, let's yeah. have dinner, dear. Well, that's funny. Seems to me they had a party, huh? Didn't ask us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Franklin D. Roosevelt. When you sit down to breakfast, don't you often think of the starving people of the world? I wish we could share our abundance with them. Wholesome foods like good luck margarine. Years ago, we never dreamed of eating margarine, but nowadays you can get margarine like good luck, which tastes delicious. I really enjoy it. The margarine Mrs. Roosevelt has just recommended is new good luck, the light margarine that leaves no oily aftertaste. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and Margaret Hamilton and is produced